Hello, everyone. A very warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. My name is Tom Pollan, joined today by Greg Gunter. Greg, g'day, sir. Welcome. Where are you hanging out? I'm down in Brisbane, not very far away from you, Tom. A local. I could just about throw a stone over and break your window. Why do that, though? For those of you who don't know Greg, folks, he's someone that I've seen a lot of here in Australia, does some excellent work, chock full of integrity, robust, practical, achievable, implementable, and worthwhile strategies. That's my introduction, Greg, but yours is that you are an author, coach, and speaker, also one of the founders and directors of the business coaching firm, Your Business Momentum. So thanks for joining us, first of all. Title today is Four Steps to Get Your Life Back and Run a Successful Business, Not Always Able to Be Achieved by Both People at the Same Time. So Four Steps to Get Your Life Back and Run a Successful Business. Greg's going to show us how to do that in just seven minutes. Greg, our time starts now. Question number one is, who is your ideal client? Well, this is something I can relate to because I've been here. Successful, ambitious, but tired business owners, typically. And they don't, they got to a point where they just don't know where to go to the next level. They just can't get there. They're hardworking, doing things the only way they know how. But in our experience, it's usually harder than it needs to be. Right. So question number two, then that follows in quite nicely, six and a half minutes left. What's the problem you solve? Well, it really starts with people, Tom. So it's having the right people in the right seats, doing the right thing at the right time. So that's really where it is. It's getting those right people around you that's doing what needs to be done in the business. So, and eventually letting you go, stop chaining you to the business. Thank you, sir. So question number three, and there's six minutes left. We've got this person who's hardworking and is reasonably successful, but is feeling obviously like they're, they're kind of stuck and haven't let go and they haven't got the right people there. How do they know this? Question number three is, what are some of the typical symptoms that people with this problem are going to be experienced with? So someone listening to this can go, oh, that sounds like me. Yeah, so this, this is really in two parts in my observation. So owners, firstly, what you tend to find as an owner is you're working very long hours, your stress levels are quite high, so you're highly stressed, and you find that there's a very heavy reliance on you as an owner to get things done. It's one of those mentalities, mindsets, where well, I might as well just do it myself and get it done properly. One of the other big things that comes up for me too as we work with these people is you don't have a lot of family time. It's one of the things people mm. talk about a lot. And, you know, the ultimate downline of all of that, of course, is you end up burning out. At a business level, what we witness is, you you know, some of the symptoms that show up are things like staff turnover. You know, this inefficiency is also showing up where, you know, you might have to be doing things more than once or, you know, there's a lot of defect or things that just aren't done right first time. We find a lot of cash flow issues too, Tom. You know, people are suffering often cash flow issues. Profit is probably minimal if it exists at all. And, you know, effectively it's mistakes being commonly made and the owners having to step back in all the time. And, of course, you know, the frustrations that come with that as well. It, it almost sounds like there's this snowball rolling down the mountain and it's getting bigger and bigger with more frustrations and, you know, more staff issues and more cash flow issues and so on. That's a tough place to be in. So if someone is in that situation, they're finding a profit is squeezed, maybe staff members are coming and going, they're having to do everything. They're going to wake up one day, obviously, and, and they're going to go, I've got to change something. But they're probably going to make mistakes before they find business momentum and your solution. So, so that's question four, four minutes left. Question four, what are some of the common mistakes that people are going to be making before they find your solution? Well, I think the first one usually is not asking for that help, uh, Tom. There's, ah. there's a lot of pride in business. And 
I think a lot of people, you know, they're reluctant to ask for help for a lot of reasons. Pride is one of those. But I think the other part is one of the biggest fears in life is, is failure, right? So, you know, we don't want to appear like we're failing. So we just bulldoze our way through. We, we just keep on doing things the way we've always done them. And one of the things we see also is, you know, one of the solutions people do is they, they throw more people at it, which, you know, increase more money. So they end up hiring out of desperation rather than really getting very clear about, you know, what needs to be done. And because they're not clear, not really giving that person a job track to run on with a system and a process. And yeah. okay. Totally right, Tom. And you end up with the wrong people, to be honest. And, you know, the other thing that happens with that, Tom, is the best people end up leaving because, you know, if you do get a good one, they end up leaving because they frustrate them. Right, right. So let's flip this. Now, question number five, we'll get on to actions. What's one valuable free action that someone listening to this who can relate to those symptoms, what's one thing they can do that'll take them a step in the right direction? Won't solve the whole problem, but it'll help. Yeah, you know, and this is going to sound very, very boring. Maybe it is, but it's something that really gets things off to a good start. You need to map all the tasks that need to be done in your business. The reality is there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the machinations of running a business. And, you know, we need to actually identify what all those things are. You know, I, I started my sort of journey on this way back in the Michael Gerber days of the myth And, you know, one of the things he talks about is map your business. And, you know, I know that to be true today. Yep. It's nice never going to stop being true, is it? So yeah, make your list of everything that's going on in your business, maybe categorize it by, you know, sales and marketing, customer service or whatever, but, and then you know what the heck has to be going on and you can probably document some of those processes, a la Behemoth. So let's, oh, just over one minute 30 left, two questions to go. One valuable free resource we could direct people that's going to help them even more. So Tom, we've got a good download. I've just talked about mapping your, mapping your tasks right. in your business. So. So if people want to get a four-step process as to how to do that, uh, they can find that at on the web at bit.ly bit forward slash four steps business structure. All Perfect. one word. All right. So that's bit.ly forward slash four, number four, steps business structure. Go get it. Thank you, sir. And so question seven, we've got a whopping one minute left. What's the one question I didn't ask you, but I should have? And the answer, please. Okay, so I think what success looked like, Tom, is one thing that comes to my mind. Great question. Um, so, and that's that's very individual. For every, you know, everybody's got their own different interpretations of that. But typically, what we find success would look like owners having free time. Uh, I think a lot of people do feel chained to the business, and you know, if you could open up some free time and even spend that time with family, that's something that I find commonly fed back to mm. us, where people have been along the journey and you know really enjoying getting some of that free time, even getting a holiday, you know, God forbid, having a holiday is another thing that people attribute to, you know, some form of success. I think another measure too is, you know, people stepping up and taking responsibility. So what that points to is that we've done a pretty good recruiting exercise and we've got a very good structured process where people take responsibility for their roles. That's another measure. Perfect. Got to finish there. We, Thanks, Greg. That's it. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.